Vegetarian Jefferson. Texas A&M. The Gloucester Hot Dunkin' University of Wisconsin. Swerveton L. Gooding Splat. Saskatchewan University. Quattro, Quattro. San Jose State University. Osmotaz Buckshank. Stanford University. These are 12 washing beers. Jones College. Shakira Kwan TGIF Carter. University of Northern Arizona. X Wayne at Aliciousness, Missouri Western State University. Sequester Grundleplith, MD, Adam State. Scores Velociraptor Malois, South Dakota State University. TJAJRJ backslashes fourth the fifth, Albion College. <laughs> San Diego State University. Donkey Teeth, Boise State University. Torque. Lewis, Nevada State Penitentiary. The player formerly known as Mouse Cop. University of Missouri, Columbia. Dan Smith, BYU. Yo. Episode 63, me and E show. We got a lot to get into. We are in a three-man weave. Chef Russell, Desmond Jones, M. Jones. And we're going to get into it on the pull-up today. Got to get to week four picks. We got pay tribute to a legend. Talk bears, bulls, and whatever else comes up. So, as always, sit back, relax, and strap it down as you get into the vibe of the Mean E Show, episode 63. We're just going to let this ride for a minute. Yo, Shep, how you feeling, my man? Not too bad. Not too bad. How about you, brother? I'm doing good. You know, we lost a, a icon in the biz. One of the uh, one of our OGs. That's why we opened it up to this uh, great, great song. Um, it's like one of those songs we we, we here on the Meany Show. We haven't done it in a while, we, but we like to talk hip hop, you know, music, and just what our influences are. And I remember the first time I heard. Um, fantastic coolio's fantastic voyage um i was in i was away at camp actually i was at a basketball camp um in uh eastern illinois actually summer 93 and um we were there for like it felt like forever i think it was only like three or four like four or five days and uh i remember like i because every back then mtv was like you know debut like it was dr debuts i remember they debuted yes. that's uh all for ones i swear which was a big song that summer that was like the you know like the you had your r&b that was like right in that mm -hmm. pocket during that and then i remember seeing the video for fantastic voyage and for like 
the rest of the that was like the first day we were there and for like the rest of the time we everyone was singing fantastic voice wherever we went <laughs> and so the, immediately when i hear that song i i, I harken back to that shout out to my boy t guns my boy tommy uh because who, who was with me uh down at that uh at that camp and uh you know where if you if you're just tuning in or if you've been living under the rock uh coolio passed yesterday at the age of uh 59. Uh, so we just want to like always. We want to pay tribute to a to a legend. Um, he had so many great songs, and now I, and honestly, Fantastic Voyage probably wasn't his biggest hit. That probably would be Gangster's Paradise. Um, and uh, that like that was back in the day, Chef. You remember like that was like ninety five ish, ninety six ish, where the music, like the soundtrack, made the movie. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it was it was a, a situation where. Uh, you know, you had if you had a dope, if you had a good movie, but you didn't have a banging soundtrack, you was missing out. Yeah, because they were making money <laughs> on those soundtracks, and that was just like the one. There was a couple songs on that soundtrack, but the song was Gangsters Paradise. So, mm. um, so what what do you think about when you when you hear the the likes of, uh, you know, when you think back on, on the, the contribution to the game, to contribute contribution to hip hop that coolio provided for 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 the culture for everyone well it was his style you know i mean when he popped onto the scene with that hair bro like it was like word like what my goodness what what does this man have to say <laughs> <laughs> right 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 but, uh but definitely man when that when that uh fantastic voyage hit man like it was popping in fact my uh my cousin shout out to my cousin now he te- uh, texted my family chat, my other cousins. They, um, it was like, hey, remember you used to play this song all the time? I was like, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember I, this is one of the CDs I grabbed. And what, what's so cool about it, uh, there was like a handful of, of CDs or, or, or songs that I would get that I could, re- uh, I could bridge that gap between me and my pops. Mm-hmm. You know? And this was one of them. So, um, Actually, this might have been his damn CD I took. Oh, <laughs> just come to think of it, I don't think I I, I grabbed this CD. Oh, I, I didn't have to. <laughs> For those who are tuning in, Chef is definitely dry snitching on himself. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I put it back when I it wasn't using it at the time, which mm-hmm. but I did have it a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, definitely, man. And it was and. Uh, cool thing is after all these years a couple years ago uh elisa my daughter she um she won a contest a hip-hop contest uh they were having a lot of uh people coming out to uh it was a show concert that we had here mm-hmm. in wichita and it had um salt and pepper was in it uh um bro, it was a lot of people in there but coolio was one of the uh people in there uh what, what's the kid's name uh uh, Ice, Vanilla Ice, he was actually there. Shout out to Richardson's own, yeah. But uh, yeah, Coolio uh, came out on the stage and it was, it was cool to see him uh, looking back on it. And, uh, you know, here was passing. I was like, man, I was, I don't go to a lot of concerts. So, you know, but this was one, I was actually reluctant to go on. Uh, my wife got the tickets for it and she was like, you gotta go. And I was like, ah, it's a concert, blah, blah, blah. And I went and actually enjoyed myself. And uh, nice. 
Yeah, and uh, the best part was when I got to go on stage with Salt and Pepper, got to dance with Salt. So, way to bury the lead. Um, <laughs> that's uh, that's, and I, and I did get to bury that lead. That... <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> just just, un- uh, but in, in oh my god, not on the outside, just you know. I got, I got you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got you, Shep. Hey, Dez. So I know growing up, you were—I believe you were a fan. Like you were right in that Keenan and Kel era, right on Nickelodeon. I didn't watch much looking Nickelodeon, but yeah, continue. So the crazy thing about it is, I forgot. Wait, hold on, hold on. Why is he on a roll tonight? I don't know. He—he's—he's he's agitated. Desmond is. Like, dangerous tonight like i i feel like so and and okay i just i just want well to... he, he got roughed up pre-show so he you know he's gotta he's gotta take it out on somebody oh okay all right well, well, my wife knows about coolio oh oh okay you would wanna, like you to come talk about coolio is he shooting shots i i don't know who shot you? Separate the week from the op. <laughs> Going from Coolio to East Coast, West Coast beef sound like right now. Um, the reason I brought up Keenan and Kel is because I forgot how fire, you know, it's like one, you know, like you think back uh, in the 90s and 2000s, you had some really dope shows you know particularly with it had black leads in it right you know what i mean it was just like a, it was like a real uh just a, a dope time for the culture and i forgot keen now coolio did keenan and kel hook on that show you know i mean for over the intro you know what i mean oh, so yeah 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 he did so, didn't he do another intro for another show i feel like he did i just can't think of it right now but just like his influence like he's just like for uh he had a nice you know 10, 15 year thing where he was just woven into uh, the culture. I mean, I remember seeing uh, in the uh, t- the Tupac video. Um, yeah, uh, the, I don't know if it was cha- it wasn't changes. It was uh, I just remember the hook for it. It was like, baby, if you're lonely, I want to like the video. I can't think. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, yeah. about? Uh, yeah, and, that was my that was my stuff. Temptations. Oh. It was Temptations. Yeah. Yes. Temptations. Yes. So. Salt, remember watching salt, the, salt peppers in that. Yeah, salt peppers in that. <laughs> Bring it full circle. Uh, Jada uh, was in it. Um, hey, even Bill Bellamy was in there. Bill Bellamy was in. Coolio was in it because he was one of the dudes that was sweeping in the background. I remember. Yeah, he, yeah. He did, you know, actually, you know what the cool thing about Coolio is? Now it just kind of dawned on me. You know what Coolio was? Coolio was ODB before ODB. If you really think about it. Yeah. Like that kind of like out like the hair and kind of the outgoing personality and stuff like that. So shout out to OD, uh, shout out to Coolio, um, you know, rest in peace, rest in power uh, to his family, his friends. Uh, this even hit t- touches home a little bit for me. Cause like I mentioned on the last show, my guy Quan, uh, shout out to him on Vegas. He actually, uh, and I put it on my Facebook. He actually shared uh, and he was talking about writing uh, gangsters paradise. Cause he did the show at, Quan studio. And so um he was talking about how he wrote, you know, he just he just he just like it was like I think it was like a one tech setting where he wrote Gangster's Paradise. He just was just writing stuff down and writing stuff down. He just he just it just came to him natural. 
So I, if you if you follow me on Facebook, definitely get at a, a, a watch. It's in I, I shared it uh, yesterday, I believe. So definitely. But um, just like I said, we usually kind of end the show on that. But we wanted to open the show up because again, we want to we always pay tribute to uh, the people who have given us uh, stuff for the culture uh, and and, st- and have had had an impact on our lives. And Coolio. Um, Definitely was one of those people. And, and he definitely bridged the gap between um, the culture and mainstream, to be honest. Like, yeah. I don't, not too many, I mean, you can't go, you can go to any uh, karaoke bar or whatever, and I guarantee you uh, Gangster's Paradise is in there. Fantastic Voyage is in there, you know. Uh, four, three, two, something new, or one, two, three, something new, I'm sorry. That was in it. That was a, that was a classic that he had, so. Definitely big ups and uh, rest in power to uh, the late great Coolio who passed at fifty nine. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't even realize how extensive his filmography was. Like, yeah, Wikipedia, it's a, it's a long list. Yeah, yeah, like, one of those was, actors that, was that, that leprechaun from the hood. So oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why a lot of people was like, "Oh, really?" Like, I know he was in a couple of joints, but like, yeah, leprechaun from the hood, like. That's only a that's only a that's a culture and hood thing. So, <laughs> yeah. but we're gonna move on. But again, like I said, big ups and, and definitely prayers and uh, to his family and, and his close friends. Because uh, anytime you, I don't care who you lose, whether they're a celebrity or not, it still hurts. So, moving on, we're gonna get in right into our show today. Um, so uh, we're gonna get into our picks. Um, so, um, I'm just going to go out on a limb cause I haven't seen it yet. Des is about to put it on the show. Um, uh, as soon as he can get the hosting duties, uh, <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. uh, I'm pretty positive. This was one of our worst weeks ever. <laughs> just going off of uh, we we had one really bad week last year. I don't remember. Yeah. That. But I don't think it was as bad as this past week. Like. For real, for real, I I think it was pretty bad. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I, well, I, I so, bad, you, you had an average week. I think you broke five hundred, and I think everyone else like the highest was five. <laughs> we would have lost hella money if we bet it this week. Oh my gosh! So I'm just looking at this uh, the screen, and uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Time. What you mean? I got nine. What you got an eight for? We'll see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, yeah, you got the Cowboys one. So you got nine. Yes, sir. So you you did, you did like I said, a little, little above average week was good enough to, <laughs> to win that week. Get out of there. Look and, at, like, he, had, he came back down to earth. Ooh, ugly. Yeah, he had an ugly stretch. It was, you know what? By looking at the Chiefs, the Bills, Saints, Chargers, 49ers, we all picked together. Like, those were automatic losses. Like, that's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about that Chiefs game, though. That I don't know. I, my, you know, I had a I had a parlay bet on that one. It was, a, it was the last one, and I put a $50 bet on that because you get $50 uh, token from that. Oh. But you win or lose, so I was like, let me throw my 50 on this one. And it was Patrick Mahomes uh, throwing for 250, and Chiefs win. And wouldn't you know it, with two minutes left, and the Colts about going ahead about to score, 
it was like, do I have them score? Because I was short 12 yards from Mahomes. So it was like either one, like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that would, that would piss me off. I could have won like 100 bucks on that one, but that's okay. I, I still got that $50. I got my $50 back. I mean, that's all that matters. But yeah, that that this was a rough week. This is that uh, the league is closer than you think week, right? It always happens. It usually happens around week six to n- between six and nine. But you know, it is what it is. So we're just gonna get right into the picks. Um, just looking at some feedback. We just want to get in, get in and out of these picks. Uh, Desmond picked uh, the Dolphins. Uh, we'll get E's picks. E is not, again, as I mentioned, at the early top of the show, E is not with us tonight. Uh, he might join us, uh, but in case he doesn't, we'll get his picks before uh, the weekend um, gets out. So we'll have that breakdown for next week's show. Um, store me, uh, we, Dolphins, Bengals going on right now. Uh, Des had Dolphins. I had uh, Stormy and I had Cincy and E had the Dolphins. So we're split on that one. So that's good. That means <laughs> usually when we're split. Somebody's going to win this one. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it's going to be a little bit closer um, this week. So um, we'll wait for Des to catch up. So yeah, Desmond, D- E had the Dolphins and me and, uh, me and Stormy had uh, the Bengals. Uh, next game, Bears versus Giants. Gentlemen, Des is taking the Bears. Uh, we, want, we can spend a little time right here so we can get our Bears talk in, or do you want to, or do you want to uh, just get through the picks and then come back to the Bears? Yeah, let's do that. Let's get through the picks and then go to the Bears. Facts. Okay, bet. So, uh, Stormy, who you take? Oh, actually, it's, it goes to uh, me. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Bears too. I'm scared. Saquon. Saquon. Uh, But, yeah, I just didn't see a lot from them against the Cowboys, so I'm going to go Bears. Uh, Stormy, who are you going with? Yeah, uh, this is a tough one. Um, And I don't – I mean, the Giants don't have have much pass blocking either. And they don't have receivers. Yeah, they're – I mean, if if they were – if we had – David Montgomery, I think it would be both carbon copies of each other, just about of what's going on in our in our team. Um, but uh, yeah, I was kind of impressed with uh, the way they handled uh, Pierce. Um, I know he had a couple of big runs, but they didn't let him really break loose. And he's a, he's a good runner. Uh, he's he's coming into a, a, as a rookie. Uh, I think he, he's going to be do do pretty good this year. So, but I'm I'm just I'm going to roll with the Bears. I think. I think they'll uh, the defense will, will step a little more, even though the Giants do have Thibodeau back. Uh, is it Keegan? Keon? Kevon? 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 Uh huh. Oh, so, yeah. I'm 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 a roll Bears as well. Okay. So Bears. Uh, Desmond's. Uh, so Stormers got the Bears. We'll just wait for Des to upload that. Vikings at the Saints. Uh, Des went Vikings. I'm going to go. Oh man! Don't forget this one's in London, and the Saints oh. been there for the past two days. And Vikings are, are just got there. I think today. I'm going Vikings tomorrow. I'm gonna go Vikings. 
Yeah, I don't. They, the Saints ain't really showing. I don't know. They just seem like they can't get in the end zone for, for whatever reason. So I'm gonna go Vikings as well. Though Dalvin is hurt, though. Is he? I don't, well, I don't know if he's gonna be made. I'm still gonna go Vikings. <laughs> just they just, Saints, like, they just not getting in the end zone. Like I don't know what it is. Yeah, I just I think it's uh, well, I know what it is, the coach, but. I digress. Uh, so you go. Right, where are you gonna go, Shep? I'm Minnesota. All right. So De- uh, Shep's going Vikings as well. Uh, Browns at the Falcons. There's when Falcons. I'm going Browns. Hmm. Um. I went Falcons last week, but I think I'm. Yeah, I'm going Browns as well. Okay. Ah, Desmond. <laughs> Desmond shakes it to the Browns. <laughs> I don't I don't trust a Ryan Pace led organization. Commanders at the Cowboys. Uh yeah, Desmond the Cowboys. <clears throat> I'm gonna file suit. That's in Dallas. Run that. Run that. <laughs> Next game after that, Carson, Seahawks. Carson Wentz has Carson Wentz himself. All over. <laughs> it's, it's getting on other people too. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks versus Lions. I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go Lions. Lions should have won. Lions should have won last should week. Have won. Yes. I and I blinked and actually, you know, I'm like Minnesota's in and and scoring range. I'm like, wait, wait, what? I thought they were about to clock or need do a kneel down. So, um, ooh, this one's. It's yeah, in Detroit. I, yeah, Detroit. I was about to say, I was like, it's in Detroit, so I, I think the Lions, will, they should be able to hold on to this one. I think they'll do good at home this year. All right. So we all got the Lions, the three of us. Um, this is getting scary, bro. Uh, not really. Okay. <laughs> Titans at the Colts. Damn Colts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, they, they 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 gave the Chiefs some fits. Uh, I think they really flushed them this past week. Um, but the Chiefs actually they let that one go because that dropped touchdown passes and missed field goals. They should have won that game. But uh, with that being said, I'm going to roll with the Derrick Henry's not hurt, is he? I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Titans. And for the second week in a row, we have breaking news. Anybody else in college get fired? No, not yet. Um, This is according to ESPN. The Oklahoma City Thunder are trading Derek Favors, Ty Jerome, Mo Harkless, Theo Maladon, and a 2025 second-round pick via Atlanta to the Houston Rockets for David Nwaba, Sterling Brown, Trey Burke, and Marquise Chris. So an eight-player trade of a bunch of nothing. So scrubs and scrubs. Got it. Moving on. Yeah. I just say. Ah, ah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
Like Desmond is okay. Desmond is on one right now, so I'm not. I'm not gonna mess with that man. Colts at <laughs> Titans. Uh, Des nah, took the Colts. Chubb's taking the Titans. I'm going to go Colts. Jaguars at the Eagles. Wait, <clears throat> Jaguars look pretty good down yeah, in San Diego. I'm not ready to say. I'm not ready to say Eagles. Um, Stormy, what what you think? I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you choose this one. Ooh, is taking the Eagles. By the way, Des is taking the Eagles. I don't know that Jaguars defense was flying around. Uh, Herbert was, you know, still hurt. Uh, don't know why he. I mean, he stayed the whole game, which is crazy. Crazy. But uh, I'm liking the Jaguars' energy. I'm 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 running. I'm I'm going Jacksonville. There might be a surprise uh, playoff team this year. I ain't gonna say surprise, but with all those free agents, they talents they got. But I think, yeah, I'm liking. Them. Yeah, I um, man, I'm with you. I'm thinking that they can win their division. That division is piss poor anyway, if you really think about it. Yes, it is. Um, How's my prediction? Ooh, look at let that. Let him know. Oh, oh, let me get you the first of the night, meanie. Um, <laughs> it's, it's that Cordell. Yeah, it is. You're definitely Cordell right now. I was already, man, you have no idea. I was already thinking it. Um, Yeah. I'm going to go Eagles. Jaguars are good. But I'm going to go Eagles. That, why? Is that? <laughs> okay. Jets head Steelers. Um, oh, man. This is a – I think this is the game that Mitch gets benched. Ooh. Why? I just – they haven't they haven't been looking good with him, so I think they're going to go to the rookie. I don't really think it's him, though. I don't think it's him either, but I just think that I think he's going to struggle and they're going to be like, well, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go Steelers in a close game, but I bet Cody Pinkett gets some playing time in this game. Mm-hmm. Shep, what do you think? It's in, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's in Pittsburgh. I'm going uh, Steelers as well, but I also think Mitch will make it to the end of the game. <laughs> Uh, I can't see the thing. <laughs> we see your desk. There we go. Bills versus Ravens. Cut that one too, Shep. Um, <laughs> um, Des went Bills. This is in Baltimore. Mm. Bills lose a t- tough one last Ooh. week in, in Miami, and then got to go to Baltimore. Was a tough back to back. Who would have known that was a tough back-to-back? Mm. I'm going to go Bills, but I have – this might be my least confident pick. I hear you. Mm. Desmond went Bills. 
Um, I still haven't really seen anything out of Baltimore. I mean, the Bills still put up a lot. They still put up a lot of offense out there in uh, in, um, in Miami. And uh, I don't, as pissed as that coach is, I, I think they don't want to have him give him a coronary this time. So I think I'm going to go Bills as well. I think they'll, they'll get their stuff together and pull this one out. All right. So we got the Bills for all three of us for that one. Um, Chargers at Texans. <laughs> yes. He's still hurt. Yes. And yes, they just lost badly to Jacksonville. Yes, the Texans are better than what they, what people think they are. I mean, they're better yeah. than what their record is. I actually like Davis Mills. Yeah. And I, I, I know that defense doesn't have any big names on there, but a lot of them, they didn't tackle too well in this game, but they still are where they're supposed to be at, though. Um, and don't forget, I, Bosa is, I think he's out for the Yes, he's year. out. No, I don't know if he's out for the year. He had groin. He had a groin surgery, so I, I think he's out for six he's, weeks. He's out. Yeah, he's out for at least a good portion of the season. So. They put him on IR, so I think he's out at least four weeks. Is it? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm. A, you know what? I'm gonna go Texans here. Ooh. They because they have they have given fist to Pat the three games. Like you know, I know we look at we'll talk about Justin Fields a little later, um, but Russell Wilson didn't look too well against them. And Matt Ryan didn't do too well against him as well. Uh, so there's something there that they're, they're giving people. I like the fact that you did pick Houston um, and it's back at home. I'm, 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 I'm going to go Texas as well. I, I, like I said, I really like Pierce and he's, he's going to have another break. He's gonna have a good breakout game uh, coming up. And I think this is the one I think he's going to run all over these guys here. Look out with me and Shep on the same page. It's trouble, usually for us, but it's trouble. Um, <laughs> Cardinals at Panthers. Ugh. These aren't two teams that aren't going in the going in the wrong direction. Um, Shep, I'll let you want to pick this one first. Uh, I think a Panthers should win this one, but for some reason I just see some craziness happening at the end, at the fourth quarter, and. And this little dude just runs all runs another three or four touchdowns and, and beats him. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Cardinals as well. CMC's playing. Cardinals defense sucks. I'm gonna go Panthers. You sure he's gonna make it out of this game? <laughs> no, but. <laughs> but he'll do his job before before that happens. <laughs> I see it being like a twenty to three game, and they end up winning twenty four twenty, like with a wild comeback by Cardinals. And they just fall short. That's kind of how I feel. That I see it. Yeah, I feel you. So I'm going Panthers. Stormy's going Cardinals. Patriots versus Packers. Uh, Packers. Yeah, Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones is is mad hurt. I don't see that changing. Broncos at Raiders, two struggling teams. Oh my goodness! And aren't the Broncos still, and they're two and one, aren't they? Yep. They um, fall back to earth. I'm going Raiders. The Raiders. The Broncos fall back to earth. They they never really left earth. 
like I don't know, someone's giving them these like that San Francisco for uh Bronco game was like after watching the Bears game and then ending your night watching that game was just uh, wow. That's how you felt, wasn't it? I could even muster any 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 energy to even get that out. So, but yeah, I'm I'm running Raiders as well. I think uh, I mean I think Russell's he's he, they're going to get it together, uh, get something going. But Raiders, I I don't see them fall continuing to slide. So yeah, going Raiders. Plus, this is like a revenge game for McDaniel's. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In Vegas, yeah, I'm gonna go Raiders. Um, Chiefs at Bucks. Hmm. Turn of what the past, Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, and both of them just recently lost their game. Hmm. Did you see that stupid stat someone put on there about uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers last week facing off, and it's the first time. A total of six court, uh, Super Bowls were won by these two or two quarterbacks playing against each other. No, it was the first time ever. Granted, Brady has five of those. Meh. Tomato, tomato. I know, and and it's gonna happen again this week too. Uh, Chiefs and Broncos, another combined six Super Bowl by both quarterbacks. Um, I think the Chiefs get back get. Uh, they get everything fixed and they and I think they go down there. Brady's just you're gonna see some age in Brady. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's um same thing. And then Rams against the 49ers in San Francisco. Oh my gosh. Like I just, you Jimmy G showed nothing this last game against Denver. And <laughs> But for some reason, when they play the Rams, they play the Rams. So I think expect another uh, game like last Sunday night. I think it's going to be one of those. So, and uh, I don't know. I got a sticky suspicion. I think the 49ers are going to ink this one out. I think they're going to lean on a run game and, and adjust some things. I think the Rams get all up in that ass. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that this is the game where where San Francisco is like, oh, we're that that's we're that's why we wanted to get rid of Jimmy G. You know what I mean? They, them fans have a short memory. They're like, oh, we're gonna win now because Jimmy G's back there. Like two months ago, y'all was like ready to get like pack this man up and get him out of town. So yeah, I think this is where reality kicks in. You know that line from uh, "Lose Yourself, Snap Back to Reality." Hope there goes gravity. This is this is what this is what the 49ers are gonna be going through. <laughs> so there it is. Those are our there's our uh, picks for the for the week. Um we will probably do a culmination, see where we have the first quarter of the of the year uh next week to so tune in for that. Now let's get to some of the good stuff. Um we didn't really talk about what um, shocked us and all that stuff this week. But let's, since we always do that, let's take a break from that and let's go with, talk about the Bears. Since we all got Bears, since we're all Bear fans here, real quick. Uh, Desmond, 
I know you didn't get a chance to really uh, see the game in live, but you did get a chance to re, you know review it. I believe. Not really. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, there goes that question. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. oh hell no! Yeah, I deserve that one. Um. So. One, since you didn't get a chance to look at, but you got a chance to look at the stats and see how bleak Justin felt. Do you, are you still, you know, last week you talked about how, you know, Justin's the only reason you tune into the game. And now that Justin is, you know, he's struggling right now. How is your feeling with, you know, feeling with him? Because even though the Bears are two and one, it, they, all eyes are on number one, you know, QB one for the Bears. So what? How are you? Is it, have you lost anything with 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 Justin? Are you are you concerned? Are you um, not? You know what? What are you feeling right now when it comes to Justin Fields? Uh, I'm not I'm not overly concerned right now. Um, like I said, I think we're just watching the struggle of a quarterback on a bad football team. You know, you 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 gotta look at the hindsight that this is still a very bad football team. Like you can you can let the numbers do some talking as much as you want, but this is still a very bad football team. <laughs> and, Keep emphasizing bad. Hmm. Interesting. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they're they're not good. They do you you got people out here where they their whole receiving core. Maybe one person has more catches than the whole Chicago Bears. And not all of that is Justin's fault. Like, I'm pretty sure you could probably go look at the tape and look at how not open people are. Or maybe the lack of time people do have open. The only thing that has been impressive is the Bears running game. Now with Fort now with not Forte. Goodness, take me back in time. But now with uh you know, uh, uh, Montgomery, uh, yeah, that dude Montgomery hurt now. It's all included Herbert, so let's see what happens this week. But all in all, I still think the Bears will win this week, but I'm not, I'm not concerned. Like, look, every young quarterback hits some type of I'm gonna say struggle, but this is a very bad team, so that's all I'm gonna say. Shep, I'm going to throw it to you. How are you feeling? Because I know you were concerned last week. You were concerned. You, you, you put in the group chat, you you know, you felt a little better after, after like, upon further review, right? When you got a chance to see some uh, some people cut up some tape and show some things that he was seeing. So how are you feeling now with that, with Justin's progress or lack thereof? I mean, it, it is difficult in a sense that, as a fan, you understand that it's going to be some time before he, he gets going. And it's like every time he gets near the field, we just want to see some kind of progress. We want to see some kind of breakout breakthrough. And if we don't get it, it's just like, oh, my gosh, this is I don't think this is going to be it. You know, and then I fell into that trap too, watching the game on Sunday. Um, it's just the basic idea of just getting the ball out of your hands and <laughs> as quick as possible and it's, it's just not happening and uh that line is i mean 
they're doing their job. Like he's holding on the ball too long. Um, so there, there's been times where there's receivers are coming open, they're schemed open. Um, you know, so and I think it's this is a good time for him to learn how to be quarterback. Because if you had a high high, high priority receiver uh, that say for could win the one on one battles and it could be in a safety valve. Um, I don't think, I think he would be too quick to look for that receiver instead of understanding, like, you know, if you go three reads in, you may have two open receivers open because of the scheme. Um, and you just got to get that ball out. Uh, Cole Komet was, was open all day. <laughs> yeah, but he also dropped a, dropped another one. I mean, he caught a couple passes. He caught his first two passes of the year. He dropped, no, he dropped a big one in the middle of the field um, that right past the first down. If he got past the next guy, he probably could have got 20 more yards. He did drop one. Well, I mean, I, I still, you know. But, but to your point about not forcing it, because that interception to Mooney, when he threw in triple coverage, that was a force. He was also getting hit, but it was a force. Yeah, I, and I, I know he's trying to get Mooney involved, um, but – that's the one bad thing with Mooney. Uh, I know everybody's saying, you know, he's, he's not a number one receiver, uh, but he's being treated like one on that field. So he's getting double and the triple coverage. So um, that's why we're seeing a lot of those other receivers getting open like the way are, they are. So, um, yeah, and the thing, and I, I think what I'm looking for is just like, is he grasping anything? You know, he's not going to get the whole playbook. He's not getting everything all at once, but each week you want to see some progress. So, uh, one of the things I saw, uh, you know, um, shout out to Sports Mockery, they did an article on um, Lucas Patrick saying how how why the run has been successful. And it's because uh, Justin Fields, he's doing his check. He's 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 reading the defenses and checking out of the play. So I know we get, you know, there's a lot of um, questions like, why are we not airing the ball out? You know, it's his time. But if he goes up there and he sees something more successful, a successful rate of running, you know, and, and they're letting him run. I mean, the whole idea is to learn how to win. You know, we want him to learn how to be quarterback, but most important, we want him to win, learn how to win. So uh, if, if that's something he's seeing and, and we're getting, you know, we're running down people's throats and he has something to do with it, with that, not, not necessarily with his feet, but just, just noting, realizing what the defense is giving him. You know, he, if he gets that down, you know, at least that that's one notch on his belt, which is good, which is progress. So um, yep. I am happy about not to cut you off, but I don't know if you saw. Yeah, hey, I don't know. If he, did he get back up yet? No, he they're, they're stretching him off. Yeah, because he did. the. You saw how he, he crossed his fingers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now that's ooh, see, I know they said it's his back and I get that. But those fingers right now, like I, that's still that's head. Yeah, that's head. That's you know what it is. You know we see a boxer and he get caught and then he, they they get that that stiff arm or they kind yeah. of that's what that is. So oh. here's here's like if that if, if hopefully that was not a concussion last week. Hopefully they they were fucking around. Ooh. And, and oh they, my gosh, they find oh. out. Chef, talk about it. Talk about it real quick. So, it, real quick, break break that down for those who don't know what you're talking about last week. So, can you walk the listener through 
what you mean by hopefully that wasn't a concussion last just past Sunday. So to a, I guess a, a, a drop back and got 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 hit and uh, looks like his head hit the ground. So his teammates came to pick him up, and he got up and he went to walk and he just he he stumbled, and it looked like a you know a wobbly stumble that you don't have your bearings on right. And so they went to hold him, and he literally had to be held into someone's someone's body for a few steps, you know. And they took him back and checked to make sure he had a concussion. He passed the concussion test, and they let him back out there. Um, and come to find out, they said that he has some problems with his back, and his back locked up on him, and that's why he saw his legs just give out on him, which is like, okay, like your back locks up. Usually, you just turn into a board and you just fall over. His legs wobble. You know, so, okay, fine, it's a back injury, but then he just gets hits now like that, and his fingers, and that and that really wasn't, like, I don't think his head really hit the ground that hard, you know. In slow motion, you could, I, I, I don't know. I didn't see it, I didn't see it regular speed, but I, in slow motion, I was like, ooh. Yeah, but here's a, but here's a, a play earlier today in today's game. Uh, they did a late hit on him. And it hit him on the back of his leg, and the way his body contorted back, I don't know that kind of reactivated his back, and this could have been something to it. So hopefully, it's more. I mean, and did he have a bad back coming out of college, like with Alabama? Was there something? Was that, was that a shoulder thing? I'm not sure. I can't remember. But yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, oh no, I think it was a foot thing. It might have been a foot. I don't remember. Hopefully it's not. If that was a concussion last week, this this will be bad because, yeah. All eyes on the NFL protocol because there's a lot of people saying that they don't believe he really passed protocol. They kind of just looked at it and he just kind of like, you know. Yeah, like, and they, but they said that they're, oh, damn. They said that they, the NFL was investigated and we just haven't heard anything from that yet. You know, so watch. NFL's going to be like, yep, yep, we got the results right here. <laughs> we yeah. are, I, I bet they'll get that report out. Probably by halftime of what they found. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So prayers up for uh, Tua Tongo, Tongo Lova um, because, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, and hopefully by the time you are listening to the pod there, we have some information on what happened and hopefully we have some good news on that. Um, anyway, continue with your with your bear thought about him getting it. Do you – let me kind of interject, at least ask a question to both you and Des. If you, knowing what you guys know now, which you dumb down, I won't say dumb down the offense. That just that makes it sound like Justin's not intelligent. He's a highly intelligent athlete, um, historically. So I'm not saying that. But what I say, would you simplify, better yet, that's probably the better word. Would you simplify the offense, maybe you only give him two reads or three or, or, or options right now with the offense, even though people are getting open, but maybe he's not – seeing the ball or seeing it clearly because he doesn't if you look at him how he's throwing the ball he doesn't he's not even throwing the ball the same as he did last year let alone when he was doing when he was in ohio state right so he just it just doesn't look comfortable to me but would you guys simplify the offense maybe trim it down a little bit what would what would what would you do des or in chat what, what, what was your, what's your thoughts on that Des, i'll let you go first i said keep keep status quo uh, yeah, you got to figure it out. But I mean, again, this is his first time being in this playbook, second year in the league, second playbook. Uh, so, I mean, I think he's got to take your bumps with the bruises. I don't think you 
changing anything up. The guy got grew up eventually, so I think you just gotta let it, let it continue to roll out and see how things go. Shep, honestly, I think it is. I'm not gonna say it's dumbed down for him, but I'm I'm pretty sure the way they got it set up, it's something uh, he should be. I'm, I'm sure they have it in levels, so I don't think they dumbed it down for him, but uh, they've given them positive first and second reads to go to. Uh, for example, uh, on his interview, they asked him about the interception to Cole Komet, and they're like, well, why did you throw it there when you had an open receiver going down the sideline? He was like, uh, that was my first read, and he was open. You know, okay. so, Just a bad uh, throw. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think he's he understands his first reads. Um so yeah, don't change anything because we're seeing open open receivers. So when you go back on film to look back at what's going on, they could literally show him, yeah, look, this is what you missed. This is what was open. This is when you get it out. So these are the things that uh, I believe will help him grow. Gotcha. Okay. So you know, but one of the things that I'm really like, I am kind of i don't know one of the things is that going back and listening to a lot while we all were just like uh not just us but you know chicago as, as a whole where we we're just like this is the the most important thing this year is fields development um i'm starting to realize that i beg i i really differ from that i don't think this is the most important i don't think fields is the most important uh part of this year why and i say that I say that because I think the most important part uh, of for the Chicago Bears this year is that culture change within that locker room, that coaching, uh, setting up uh, a winning atmosphere and, and where they need to be at. Um, by doing that, I think Justin Fields' development will grow within that. Uh, it's going to either grow or it's not. So kind of put all the eggs in the basket, just him, you know, yeah, you, you get him to be a quarterback, but what if you don't have a, a culture in that locker room where now next year you're bringing in free agents and then, you know, you have no culture and then the culture just forms on whatever type of free agent you bring in next year. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. I think that's, I think it is important. Uh, but I also think that's baked in. And what I mean by that, I think when anytime we got a new regime coming in, Especially if you're already pre-existing player, they're not be they're not beholden to you. They're not like, oh, this is my guy. You're just something I inherited. And I'm evaluating you, right? Mm -hmm. So, but the things that we did talk about for the last two years with the Bears, the lack of discipline. Yes, I think that does have to be instilled, and in, and just how. Um, Matt Eberflus is, and he's very just, you know, his hits principle. Cause we're getting, we're getting back to the lovey Smith, you know, era of low, you know, talking about loafs and running to the ball, causing, causing turnovers, uh, all that type of stuff. Right. So with that being said, I think, you know, you're, I think that's just, again, just more validating your point even more. Uh, but at the same time, even if they're instilling all that, I still think because of where you drafted up and the draft capital that you gave, even though it wasn't this regime, I still say at the end of it, at the end of the season, we need, you need to know because the clock's ticking on Justin. Cause this cause he, at the end of this year, you no, know, this time next year, he'll be in his third year. You kind of have to start to 
have a feel if this is the franchise guy because you got to look at allocate money. Now, granted, the Bears are gonna have they're gonna have a, a truckload of money. <laughs> they gonna they gonna be Nino Brown and the Carter with money. You hear me? <laughs> Free agents this year, right? But you still gotta have to allocate some of that money. Not only to Roquan, which we'll talk about in a second, but also possibly to Justin if if he's the guy. But if he's not the guy and the Bears, I don't know, finish somewhere in the top five to ten this year, even though they got off to a great start, but they somewhere in that top ten, they could be looking if they really don't feel he's a guy and you got two, if not three draft you no know, quarterbacks, they might have to look at getting the quarterback again high. So it's just that's I what hear- I mean. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So you get if you put all your like this whole season is based on on his performance, which well, is just gonna happen the, anyway. It's gonna is, happen anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're I, putting the resources into him anyway, even if whether he's the quarterback I, or anyone else. I won't say to put the not the resources. I mean, they're putting the time in with him. Time, yes, but the thing, and I heard, and I, I'm, I think Des brought this up, and uh, and I know I heard it on on the radio. A couple of people that I, I follow, shout out to, of course, the ever no, the great Lauren Tomes, talks about the this even you can't really evaluate Justin without talent around him because you could misevaluate him. Again. I know he's came up earlier tonight. You look at Tua Tonga Lova. Everyone, he was the jury was out. He's not the guy. Blah 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 blah. They surround him with talent, and he starts to look like that quarterback that was coming out of, that was coming from Alabama, right? I the same thing could be could be said about Justin. You you got most of these receivers, save for Darnell Mooney, who we all we all agree is not a number one. At best, he's a top two, either middle of the pack to top tier. Number two, definitely a top. If he's a slot receiver, he'd be the ideal slot receiver, right? Um, but you have none. You have no, but outside of that, you have no real outside weapons. Cole Komet, I, I think he's a wide tight end, which is a blocking tight end. Um, you, I don't, he needs. And good call on that because uh, his stats for the first three games, he's the best blocking tight end in the league. <laughs> so, again, I just. You got to get the guy some weapons just to see what he can really do, and offensive line. Not not to mention his offensive line is trash. Like running for in pass protection, pass pro running ball. Hey, salute to those gentlemen, right? Um, and, and but I, and I'm not, I'm trying to also be fair because we also know Lucas Patrick is still working his way. He's he's rotating in at right guard, which to the detriment of Tevin Jenkins because when Tevin Jenkins is out there. Not only does a run game look good, but the pass game looks a lot better. Uh, Larry Borum, uh, I <laughs> you can be a backup. You, next year, I look forward to a, a better right tackle, or yeah, right tackle. And and Braxton Jones taking your lumps there, son. But I need you to be better too, right? Like, don't make me look at Riley Reef and be like, get your old ass out there and block. Well, see, that's where we differ. I mean. <sighs> Just because I don't, I, I don't, I don't I, when we say trash, I mean, do we truly understand what we're talking about when we say trash? In in the in, in the in the collegiate in the uh, in the trash as far as NFL standard, like as far as the I tiers. think they're right there, right under average. Ooh, and Pat, again, are you talking overall? Overall, 
I can't say I mean, they're, they're bad in pass pro. But listen, uh, I wouldn't bad say in pass pro. There's bad. The they're tackles bad. are bad. The no, tackles are I'm bad. Not gonna say bad. I'm not going to say they're bad. That, that that's, that's Here, really undercutting. To what here's why I say they're bad, because particularly even like at least with Braxton Jones, actually in Larry Warham too, they've had to keep Cole Komet in there to chip, so having him out. Well, I mean, look at the DNs they had to play though. Look at still, the, I know, but in obvious pass outs, you still have to have this man, chip. or even even when when he doesn't chip, when he doesn't chip. Justin doesn't even have three seconds. He has maybe a second and a half. It's not. It's not Cleveland last year, but it's. It's pretty. Oh, he got more than a second. He's he's getting, in, in, in some he's not, getting, all, not all not he's, all. That pressure is getting to him because he's got. Anytime you have to have your quarterback step up to the left or to the right, and like he's getting, he's not getting full one two three. A clean enough. He's getting a few clean enough pockets. He's getting some, but he's not getting enough for me to again make my evaluation. If is Justin the guy? Now, having said that, let me say this, and I'm gonna turn it back to you to end out this segment, and then we'll go to the Bulls and we'll end, end the show. Um, I look at Justin. I don't. I'm not. I'm like. I'm more so along with Des. Like I'm kind of in the middle of between the two, which is a weird between how you feel about Justin and how Des feels about Justin. I look at stats to kind of paint the picture where the bears are right now, or what the bills were when they drafted Josh Allen, like those, and like those first two, like kind of like the team was kind of like, they had to gut the team, a lot of bloated contracts. Like it's all, it's very similar. And the stats that Justin has now compared to what Josh Allen had now, or Josh Allen had at 13 games in are very similar. As far as percentage, completion, touchdowns, interceptions, they're very, very similar. I'm not willing to give. I'm not willing to give up on uh, Justin yet. I do want to see more weapons around him. He can't do all that in one offseason. Um, and again, he hasn't had a. You know, he still hasn't had his full allotment of weapons. He hasn't had uh, of even of a average at best offensive line. Because again, um, I said. Uh, Lucas Patrick hasn't played at center, uh, but also even in, in the receiving core because Velas Jones hasn't played a down yet. Uh, Byron Pringle, when you start to see him, you're like, oh, there's Byron Pringle. He, wow, he was really open up there, and then he comes out the game. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you're going with your fourth and fifth string wide receivers. Uh, I don't know where the kid they got from Minnesota. I don't know where he's been at. Um, you know, so again. I'm like two plays. Right, right. It's really been – um, their best receiver, honestly, has been uh, St. Brown. Shout out. Um, but, I, I, uh, I do like him. I, 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 he is a crisp route runner. Yeah, and he's he's a little bit more elusive than what people think he is. He, you know, he's a big body, 6'5". He's kind of – I heard yeah. someone mention it. Uh, I think it was uh, Dan Burns. He mentioned that he's basically playing the, 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 the uh, Jimmy Grand role, but he's not a tight end. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's kind of a, a big, reliable – Hey, blocking. I'm in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a uh, you know his blocking is awesome in the run game. He is nasty, and I've I've known that since he was at Notre Dame. If you look at go back and look at some of that old Notre Dame tape, those running backs that they had back there were getting always getting loose on his side of the field because he was such a imposing blocker. If you have receivers that know and love to block, it can set that edge. It's like an extra three yards minimum for a running back if they can get to that edge. 
Uh, so uh, shout out to him. He definitely, he, I think he's showing he should be on the team for, like you talked about last week, this is an audition for who's going to be on the team next year. Mm-hmm. And he, I can, of all the receivers outside of Mooney, like, you know, the ones we know of, he is one that I'm already penciling in. He'll be in that wide yeah. receiver room next him year. Him and St. Brown. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. Uh, real quick, how'd you, how both of y'all, we like to, we'll end the segment with this. Uh, we were, we've on this show been really critical of Roquan Smith. Mm. Uh, I don't know if Roquan listens to the show. Uh, I don't know if he has a, you know, someone scouring social media is <laughs> like the me and E show, particularly that guy, Chef Russell and Mark Jones were really saying some nasty stuff about you. What you going to do about it? Um, but if we've been scoring this, you know, it was three, one, uh, or two, one, uh, Ryan polls, um, Roquan, even up the score with his past performance, 16 tackles, tackle for loss, uh, key interception, which, I mean, that was Madden-esque. I was like, oh, because, like, I saw it. I saw it on the screen. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, he's going to go to that receiver. Oh, oh, he caught it. Like, he just, like, he totally baited that quarterback to throw that that, that ball there, yeah. safe route. So, um, how are we feeling about Roquan? Are we starting to see him get that rust off? That that tackle in the uh, where he met Pierce in the hole. Mm. That's the one I was like, thank you. Thank you so oh, much. Oh my God. Caught him heads up. So I'm telling you, Pierce is gonna he's a beast. He, he's yes. he's gonna be a he's gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. And and I thought that was one of the things that was gonna happen in this game was I thought Houston, I thought he was gonna be able to get loose on us and he started off like that. Um, but then Roquan met him in the hole. I was like, okay, all right. Okay, Roquan, I think the rust is starting to come off. I think you're starting to, uh, to you know, you're not there yet. Like Ibrahim said after the game, you know, this is a whole new scheme. Like that's one thing we, uh, we're, we're, we're forgetting that we understand that it's a new new offense, new new team for Justin Fields, but it's a new team for everybody else on that field. Yeah. The line, the D-line, like everybody's changing what they're doing and new responsibilities new assignments right and like i think they said roquan is used to uh feeding off of the d-line of where he's supposed to go instead of just flowing downfield and when he did that tackle that's what i saw and uh hopefully i I know there's there's still a ways to go for roquan but you know uh his performance in this game uh was tops you know but Eddie Jackson, I, wanna, I don't want to take any from him. I was a little disappointed that that fumble that he caused, he did one of his, I'm not going to tackle you, but I'm going to swipe with the ball kind of move. So you, you, you get negative points for that, Eddie, but you, you, still, I, you still showed up. I will say he did fill some holes and he, he got a little physical where I was like, uh-oh, here he come. Like I was waiting for the – like yeah. the the um, – <laughs> I was waiting for him to get ran over, and he didn't really get ran over. So, and he got, you know, he got, he's, hey, three games in, two picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. You got to, you know, like I said, all the whole team is learning something new, you know. So, hopefully, you know, Roquan keeps, you know, Roquan and 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 uh, Justin, hopefully they take the same uh, improvement level each and every week. So, Gotcha. 
Well, that's going to close out our bear talk. Let's go move real quick to <sighs> the Bulls. Um, media day just happened. Lonzo spoke, said this man can't jump or run off his knee. Um, that's his own damn fault. Oh, okay. Shep's just jumping right in there. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Lonzo. I'm just playing, bro. I'm just, I, I like, come on, man. Like, you, you, you should have got the damn surgery. Ah, I, I understand. Like, you know, you could kind of skeptical. Like, I, I should be able to take care of this on my own. I should be able to take care of this on my own. And the team lets you. The team lets you say, okay, you, you do how you feel. Take care of your body. And now you're hurting. Now, now you're still hurting, and and it's getting worse where you can't jump or anything. So, thank you for. You know, I'm glad you get the surgery. Hopefully, it goes well. But uh. yeah, I they said surgery was successful. They they believe they got they got whatever. You know the the uh the basically from what I can understand, and I might not be totally right on this, but just what I could gather is like it's cleaning the knee basically out and getting rid of some of the bone spurs and, and the debris, the debridement of what's in the knee, which just means there is something either in his cartilage between the knee itself and the, and the, uh, and the bone or something in there that's, it's causing some serious pain. Um, and that's where he can't function. Uh, so he had to basically get the knee cleaned out. Uh, and it's going to take some time to see how it responds, but, um, they said they're optimistic and hopeful that he, and they're expecting him back before the end of the season. Uh, quickly, gentlemen, what does, I'll start with you. When do you expect Zoe back? It, or if, if at all. Well, they say January, but I'm just going to say sometime after the all-star breaks, I'm going to say March. Okay. Shep. You feel the same way? Yeah, mid March. It's after okay. the All Star break, plus another two weeks after that. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to say he's on the uh, Patrick Williams. Remember how we lost Patrick? And we just uh, thought, yeah, huh? and we thought he was going to be back, and he come back to like last two weeks of the season. I'm going to say mid March. Yeah, April. Yeah, April's. that was yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Now, with that being said. What is your starting lineup? What does your rotation look like right now on paper? Everyone, the rest of everyone else is healthy. I'm gonna go to Shep. I'll go to Dez, um, and then we'll, uh, no, we'll almost wrap up the show. Get ready soon to wrap up the show. If there's anything rapid fire we want to get into, but what's your rotation look like? Like, how is your starting lineup looking? Rotation looking for the Bulls, and then on top of that, with the injury to Zoe, where are you gonna put them in the in the East? I'll start with Shep. I'll come to Sh- and I'll come to Dez. Well, I know I'd have I have Ao out there. Um, you got Ao starting? Yes. At the point guard? Yeah. Why not? Over yeah. over uh over uh Russo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like I like Russo coming off the bench. Uh, you know, then you got Williams and uh, Debo, uh, Voots and uh, who am I missing? Back. And Zach, yes, sir. So that's your starting five, and then how's your? And you got Caruso coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Who else is coming off? Who else is coming off the bench? Because remember, you got. I'm gonna throw some names out. You got, um, you got Andre Drummond, who's gonna be in that rotate in that mix. Uh, you got Kobe White, mm-hmm. Gordon Dragic, 
J- uh, Dalen Terry, uh, Graham. Uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody. And uh, Takumpo. <laughs> you do have and you do have a you have an Antakukupo, but you don't have the right one. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yes, you got your five, and, you, and you're basically you yeah. got Caruso, Drummond, Dragic. Update. To us in the hospital. Yeah, that yeah, that put that on Twitter. He he's in the hospital. Yeah, I saw that. He can yeah, move. It looks. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so we got so yeah we got the seven eight uh, okay okay so that's so so but you want uh, but you want AO starting okay yeah I mean Dragic I, I yeah I think that'd be he's part of the rotation um, he's got to be I, I the person who gets squeezed out of all of this is still Kobe White like they'll need him for shooting yeah. like obvious shooting stuff and he better hit when he does come in he's got he don't <laughs> hey sit right next to me guy here guy come here come, come here. here. Yeah. So that's, you know, and he actually had a good overseas tournament. Didn't he Dragic? Yeah, Gordon had a lot. Of, I think he's going to get a lot of, he's going to get more playing time than I think we're, expe- we're, we're expecting. Like, again, the, I think the Bulls. I think, so too. I think the Bulls. Yeah. The Bulls. I think the Bulls. I think they've known it since, because we all kind of were like, we saw that signing in the summer. Well, it was like late July. We we're like, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like that don't sound good. That was if you're signing him, some that's that don't sound right. So, Dez, what what do you look? Jump in here. How's your? Who are you starting at that point guard spot? Are you doing Cruz or are you doing? Are you doing uh, Ao or Dragic? I'm doing Dragic. Dragic. Ooh. Uh, I'm Tell me Dragic. more. Only only because uh the vet playoff. I mean, not saying that Caruso doesn't, but. You can you can say Caruso for to kind of help lead that bench along with Ao um, potentially um, or even draw. I mean, you could put you could flip flop, but I think to start off the games to get people going, let Dragic do it. He may not finish the games mm-hmm. per se. You know how you start ain't always how you finish, but to start, just give Dragic to start. You could finish the game with Caruso, or you could finish the game with AO if, if need be. But in order to get the get get the game going, get people going, you know, give give Dragic a start. Okay, and I think actually, you know that you're saying that that kind of makes sense. I was leaning more so to doing the Car- Caruso, but mm. if you have Drag, but if you have Dragic start, that's a shoot. That's an outside shooter. What you need. Mm. Mm-hmm. Get, and again, he's going to facilitate. He's going to get the people the ball. Get the people the ball. And he's, he doesn't know how to. He doesn't necessarily need to. Again, with you when you have Zach, when you have um, Debo, we got Vooch. You got three people that need the ball. Not to mention, mm-hmm. you don't know what Patrick a slim Patrick Williams. By the way, Pat lost. Yeah. He's he's he looks. He's very svelte. Uh, he's he's really <laughs> <laughs> he's really. Uh, slim down a lot so you don't know what that's going to look like i think i honestly i think pat's going to get around with the second team you know how remember when um scotty or luau would start the game and then um about the about the three or four minute mark of the first quarter they would come out and then they start the second like the second quarter they'd be out there with the second team 
Mm-hmm. I think that's how Patrick where Pat was going to they're going to really feed the ball to Pat and see what he can do. Because you, know, you put Pat and Drummond out idea. there. Not a bad idea. You know what I mean? Like to be the focal point mm. with everyone else around him, right? Because you got to find another option. I know like one of the problems we had in last year was they kept trying to run that offense through Vooch. Right. And now there was no well, one out there to run through. Right. Right. And Vooch is or a great people like, had to play the whole damn game. Right. And Vooch is such a great passer out of the post. Like he's a good facilitator. You know, he's not, um, he's not, you know, we're not doing like the Joe Kim offense, you know, where Joe Kim was bringing it up. But I'm just saying like that high pinch and having people rotate or, you know, cut off of it and, and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know what, Des? I got to give you, I give you a props, man. Let me give you a props. That was a good call. That was a good, good take. Dragic, I like that. But we're going to see. Is Billy, um, hey, the, the, the biggest spotlight. Outside of Zach proving he's a $200 million player, outside of Debo showing that um, last year wasn't a fluke, he's not ready, you know, and then, you know, the Vooch and Patrick Williams storyline, but the biggest storyline that's kind of quietly being, you know, is kept, this is a spotlight on Billy Donovan because this is year three now of a four-year deal. Mm-hmm. So you can't make this work. Well, they should do better than the Celtics. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Oh my god! Man, That's you end the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I know that really a playoff spot just opened up so they can move up. Man, um, I'm not really. I don't want to get into that, that topic without. Without E, that I know E's got some fire takes on this Celtic situation, but what a mess! Mm. Just you got mm. you got players snitching, and this dude was up in your home smiling and all the time. Well, you know, I still he's drawing I, up plays for your wife. Like this, this is crazy. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't gotten. I, I don't have too much idea of, of more. Is it, I, is it really a rabbit hole? Bro. Oh, I want to tell you in, I in, to, in the show so we can talk about it. Let's yeah, let's well, look, real quick, real quick. Last thing we'll talk about, we'll, we'll we'll get on it after this. But real quick thoughts on Deadpool three, <laughs> Logan. Uh, the Wolverine is Wolverine and Deadpool. Uh, when the announcement came, what was your quick thoughts? Quickly, I was like, uh, "That ain't you in the back, is it?" <laughs> I was like, "After knowing Deadpool, I was like, this better not be no no fucking play around." And then they came up with the second one. I was like, "Oh, okay, this is real." Des chaos and. Watch him bring back the uh, old, old uh, Wolverine costume with the yellow suit. <gasps> I didn't even think about that, but that sounds delicious. You know what else that sounds delicious? <laughs> Desmond Jones is the MVP of this show by far. Mr. Bars. Told you he was on one. He's on one tonight. He was in a mission tonight. He was on some B Rabbit stuff. You drew Licky. You you drew Licky. He split. Is that okay? It don't even matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, 
Thank y'all for tuning in, listening in as we vibed out with the three-man weave on the Me and E show. For Chef Russell, for the MVP, Desmond Jones, I'm M. Jones saying spread love because it's not only the Brooklyn way, but it's also the human way. And of course, peace and humptiness forever. Episode 63 is in the books. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace.